0: Welcome to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. Today we are talking about the work-life balance issue. Yeah, you know, it's definitely not easy. Uh, Hey, Greg, how's it going?
1: It's going well. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing all right. This is such a tough topic, and it seems like it should be easy, but it's, it's a tough one.
1: I mean, everybody wants to do their best at being a family person. And they obviously want to do well in their their company, right? It's tough to balance that though, because you can just really dive in to one or the other, and it, it, it you feel like you're you're compromising the other side, whichever side you're leaning more towards. You feel like you're compromising, and uh, you know you you actually feel guilty, or at least I know a mm-hmm. lot of people I talk to feel guilty about that, and you shouldn't. You know, it's, we're we're, right. we're human beings. You know, we 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 do the best we can, but it's a tough one. It really is.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, this uh, is probably going to be uh, if if we just base this on all of uh, my advice and all I know on this, it's going to be a really short show. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've struggled with this my entire career, it's it's been well. You're uh, a
1: workaholic. You I are am. a workaholic, I am. but. Yeah. But you are a really good father as well.
0: Well, you know, the thing is, I feel like it's, I, uh, by the way, thank you. <laughs> but I do feel like it's one of those things where like I needed to really make some changes because I saw myself going into that workaholic path and just always wanting to, oh, you know, let, let's, let's get this just one more thing done. It's it'll take a you know twenty minutes and then four hours later it's like okay well I'm not home for dinner the kids are already in bed I'm eating you know whatever uh, cold spaghetti by myself at the dinner table at ten o'clock at night (laughs) I don't know how many times that happened over the years it was
1: hot four hours ago
0: yeah that that spaghetti was, was
1: hot and ready to go four hours ago but then you got into a project and you said oh. I got, I'm really into it. I got an idea. I want to work it out. And then four hours later it's cold spaghetti, which isn't right. that and bad, my, by the way.
0: Yeah. No, actually, it's better cold than it is microwaved, I think. Because <laughs> 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 you can never get spaghetti microwaved correctly. It's always going to be hot side, cold <laughs> side. It's like the McDLT back in the old days. Um, yeah, you know, the big thing for me, though, and I think what really, you know, like kind of set me on that path of workaholic was the business that I owned and the industry that I chose to work in, which was the entertainment industry. So, you know, you're working Saturday, Sunday nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights and at times. So your weekend is your work week. But then because you're running the company, your work week is also everybody else's work week and you know you've got to meet people in the evenings and go do you know marketing type meetings and you know just networking stuff on the whatever on a random tuesday night so i was just always i always had something to do and it was overwhelming and and and, and at times really tough and one of the reasons why i got out of it was because i wanted to spend more time with family and uh, that was a tough decision and you know like it's I I'm, i can't, I know I'm not the only, you know, business owner that, that goes through all of that.
1: You're right. This is going to be a really short show because you sold the company. Yeah, right. <laughs> to be <with> the family.
0: <laughs>
1: you didn't find the balance. You decided that I can't find the balance. I'm going with the family, which I commend you for. But there's a lot of people out there, obviously, that want to find that balance. And it's really, really difficult. I mean, both of us had kids as we owned the company. And they were, you know, elementary school age or, you know, going through middle school and and high school. And and there's just so many different activities that are going on. You know, nowadays, I mean, there's something going on almost every day after school for the kids. There's soccer, there's Mm -hmm. whatever, right? There's just tons and tons of things. And you want to be there. But then, like, for you, a lot of your... You know, work events were in the evenings and you couldn't make a lot of the night stuff, right? For me, I had the ability to make the evening stuff, but it was still just really difficult because, you know, as a business owner, sometimes you're putting in 60, 80 hour weeks, right? And then, you know, hopefully you get a little bit of sleep in there and then you want to spend some time with the family. So, You know, where do you find that time? And I found what what made it easier for me was I was big on schedules. I had to just schedule myself and be dedicated to sticking to the schedule as much as possible, right? Obviously, there's going to be emergencies, but as much as possible. So my thing was, is I wanted to work when the kids were sleeping. When they were young, I wanted to work when the kids were sleeping. So I would work in the mornings before the kids woke up. And then when the kids woke up, I stopped. And I, I, you know, helped my wife with the kids breakfast. I would walk them to elementary school, you know, nice. and, and middle school actually for, for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then while they're at school, I would work. And then when they got off of school, I would, you know, spend time with them, you know, for their little after school snack time. And then I go back to work and I always, like, this was the big thing that my, my wife and I had agreement on. I would always try to make time for dinner. Like the four of us would always sit down for dinner together and that was our time to talk and bond and, you know, laugh and tell stories. Mm -hmm. And, and then if I needed to, and and most of the time I did, I'd go back to work after dinner.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I tried to maintain that, that same schedule. What screwed me up was, was the weekends, you know, basically me having to do that seven days a week. How how, how did you do that? Because that had to be super challenging. (laughs) Yeah, well, it it was. Uh, I mean, you know, fortunately there were various events that would happen, whatever on a Saturday morning, and I could be there for them. But I'd be, you know, somewhat of a of a zombie dad because I'd been out late the night before. Um, It it was tough, and you know, there was a lot of like stayovers where I'd go do a, a gig in Los Angeles, or I'd go do a gig in Monterey, or whatever, and I would just spend the night because that drive home would not, not be good or safe. Um, and uh, yeah. so, yeah, I, I, it was tough. And I just feel like, you know, could I have done that? Was it sustainable for a longer period of time? And it, it wasn't, I mean, it was a great business while it lasted and everything was good and, you know, Hey, I sold it and put money in the college kids account. So, you know, <laughs> or the kids college account. Um, and that yeah. was great, but I just realized like, I can't do this. I don't think I can do to, to do both just because of the, 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 the schedule was too much. So I, I almost feel like there's a point there too, where you kind of have to look at, okay, is this the right thing for me to be doing? And can I actually make adjustments? You know, can I get to a schedule? Can I get to, you know, like doing the, the Pomodoro timers, so that I'm going to work for, you know, two hours or, you know, 20 minutes and take 20 minutes off or whatever. Like, can you do those things? And, you know, if the answer is no, then, then maybe that's, maybe it's not what you should be doing or maybe you should alter it completely. One thing that I could have done was I could have stopped doing the, the events myself. I could have put other people on the events, but then I felt like, well, that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> you know? Like that's where the fun is. Well, that's where and, I, I get the enjoyment. Yeah. I
1: mean, you enjoy doing events, so, but you know, it's, it's, you know, your business, you grew it to a, a size where you did have a bunch of people doing it, but you also were out there doing it yeah. yourself too. Right. You know, and, and that's the other thing is when you're growing the business, if you could bring people in that you trust, delegate. Right. That's one of the biggest things I would say to people is, you know, train a manager so you feel confident and comfortable in delegating responsibility to that manager. Now, that might not happen for the first year, two years, three years, whatever, but you should try to get to the point for, you know, always having that trustworthy person. And when you do, it, it frees you up. Right. Then you can spend time with the family and not be sweating what's going on at work because you know, if there was that fire, or that emergency that comes up, that person that you trained and you trust is there for it. And if it's really, really bad, they're going to contact you and it won't get too out of hand. But, you know, most of the time they got it handled. And if you can get that right. person or people, then it's going to make things a lot easier for you to, you know, find that family time.
0: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that was tough for me, too, was that, you know, it was a very word of mouth, you know, so people would ask for me specifically. So I had to be the one that would would go out. And the way that I tackled that was I actually I, I basically started selling this other person is, you know, what he's 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 just like me. He does the same things. I've trained him. He, I'm totally comfortable with him you know if i were doing an event he would be doing my event like yeah i'm totally comfortable and so i basically i had to sell that person in order to get them to take over some of the events because if not it would have been just all me by the way that person ended up being the one that bought the company <laughs> <laughs> you must
1: have trained them very well
0: yeah <laughs> he did all right um and you know i i think um uh, i i was doing some research on this right and I'm talking about how you know. Okay, I did the fun things. I wanted to do the fun things. It was my choice to work weekends, really, um, and I just didn't think the business would be as fun if I wasn't doing that. So I I did make that choice. So actually, I, I saw this this uh, uh, I don't know. It was like a TED talk with Jeff Bezos, uh, the you know the Amazon Amazon uh, of Amazon fame. We'll just say Jeff Bezos. Um, he okay. likes mm-hmm. the term work life harmony not work-life balance because he says you should be trying to be happy at work and happy at home. What do you think about that?
1: You know, Jeff, when uh, you got billions, I think it's easier to be happy. (laughs) right (laughs) a little easier said than done i i you know fundamentally i agree with them though i mean you do want to be happy in both because if you're not happy in one i guess it's probably going to make you unhappy in the other right so right they they do work together you you do need that harmony it's kind of funny coming from him, but I get it. I get it. (laughs) Right. This was, this
0: was back in 2017 prior to the divorce. So, uh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought, you know, it, it does make a good point though. And, you know, I'm thinking about it with what I did in the past. Um, you know, I did try to be happy in work, you know, as much as I could. Um, and I still do, I, whatever I do, I, I I try to enjoy it as much as I can. And I do think what that does is that makes me happier when I'm done at the end of the day and I get home. Um, but I think what that fails to mention is if I've had a bad day, I feel like when I get home, I just go like super dad mode where it's like, you know what, let's Go play basketball. <laughs> let's let's go for a walk. Let's go do this. Let's it go takes do that. your mind
1: off of all the bad things. Yeah. Exactly. Take your mind
0: off all the stress that would happen at work, huh? Right. So it's almost like I and I get that's kind of goes with that that harmony thing, but it, it's almost like you can um if you can step away from work and start to just focus on completely and just kind of, it's almost like, you know, I, I'm not happy with this, uh, this horror movie I'm watching, so I'm going to switch it over to a comedy. <laughs> like, I mean, I just, yeah. it's like you you switch genres and you, you know, switch your thinking and you get your mind off of it. I know a, a lot of people also do that with like, just going home. They, they read a book when they get home or something they, they, you know, watch a movie, they listen to a podcast on the way home if they're still commuting and, and not just working from, uh, from their kitchen or wherever, um, so it's it's kind of a uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, what do you do on those bad days so that you don't come home and you're just in a bad mood?
1: When we when when my when my daughters were very very young, I, this was kind of our thing. Is when I would open the door, walk to the door, my wife would go, "Daddy's home, Daddy's home," and the girls would one by one come running and leap into my arms. And we did this every single day that I would come home from work until the girls were probably, I mean, this was probably like 10 years straight. Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, we did it for a long time. And that, that little thing made all the stress that I was having at work just go away. It, it was it was my little magic trick that just made my day. I looked forward to it when I got home and I heard my wife go, "Daddy's home, Daddy's home," and the girls would just come hauling around the corner from wherever they're at, and they would just jump into my arms and I, you know, hug them and swing them around, and the next one would come running around and jump into my arms and I nice. swing them around. Oh, it, how can you how can you be mad after that? Right. Do right. so, <laughs> so you, so you have to find something that's just going to pull you out of whatever funk you're in You know, at work? The, the question that I have for you is it goes in reverse, too. Sometimes when things aren't going so oh, great yeah. at home, I've seen it way too many times that people bring it to the office with them or bring it to work. What, oh, yeah. what, what advice mm. do you give to people to like not do the reverse side of that?
0: Well, I think you go the Jeff Bezos route. No, <laughs> <laughs> come on now. Uh, no, I think, you know, okay. So similarly to you having to be present in the moment at home, you have to be present in the moment at work. And I think that you can do little things, whatever it is, you know, um, I mean, I, I, I would say joke around with coworkers, but you know, uh, who, who knows if you can do that anymore uh <laughs> especially running the <laughs> company well maybe um but you know it's like you just get into work be there be present and if you can like i think like ritual or like you know you're saying schedule i think that's very key like i have Every single morning I have my set routine that I do and I don't let that get interrupted ever (laughs) because if I don't, I feel like I'm going to have a bad day. I guess it's kind of like, um, uh, you know, the baseball players, you know, you got to put on the socks and you got to, you know, put them up to this high. (laughs) It's a little bit of a ritual type of thing, you know, because I feel like if I don't do that stuff, I'm going to have a bad day. And I I don't know. what do, you, what do you do to, to try to uh, bring yourself out of the, the bad home into <laughs> uh, uh, the work environment?
1: Well, just like I had something to look forward to at home, have something to look forward to at work. And, you know, you we're kind of talking about if you're an entrepreneur, you're starting your own business or you're running a business. Well, if you're running a business, set up you know, the work environment where it's enjoyable. So you're not dreading going to work. You're, you're looking forward to going to work. And and when you're there, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to bring you out of whatever stuff might have happened at the house. You know, you were just telling me about your sprinklers, you know, you're having to fix your sprinklers at home, you know, over the weekend. Well, that's no fun. But sometimes when you're done with that and you go back to the office and, you know, it's it's a really cool exciting uh energetic work environment which i enjoy being around and i enjoy those people that uh, are are working with me it, it takes my mind off of what i just had to deal with so yeah as you know because you're your own boss and because you control that work environment make it fun for you and make you know i think if, if it's fun for you try to make it fun for all the people that are working for you as well too and if you got that it's not work. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's not stressful. Of course, there's going to be things that happen. You're going to deal with it. But if you're dealing with it with a bunch of people you enjoy being with, it's going to be a lot better.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and you know, okay. So the things that came to mind there are, there might be, you know, things that you don't enjoy, things that you have to do, you know, certain service type industries, you might dread the phone ringing or dread an email or things like that might come into play when you're running a business because there's definitely things that you don't want to have to deal with. You know, I don't know, a letter from the IRS, let's say <laughs> there's stuff that happens <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll we'll take a short break here. But when we come back, we'll talk about some of those things and and what to do when you have to deal with something you just don't want to deal with. All right. And we're back. Okay. So I, I, I teased this before the little break there. Uh, what do you do when you're just dreading something that you've got to deal with at work? And you know, the reason why I bring this up in the whole work home balance, it's like, how do you get your mind off of, you know, some horrible thing that's happening at work? when you get home at night. Well, Greg had mentioned that, you know, his daughters would come up and and run and hug him. And, and that would sort of be, I guess, like the, um, uh, the undo button for you from the day of uh, whatever went wrong. All of a sudden right. you're feeling much better. Okay, well, what do you do when you're actually like at work and you're dreading phone calls or, you know, something just bad comes up, whatever it is, you know, <sighs> What do you do, Greg? I, I've got a couple of ideas on this, but what what is what are your thoughts on that?
1: The first thing that I do is I don't avoid the problems. Mm-hmm. A lot of people they're just like, "Oh, I dread this. I want to run away. I want to sweep it under the rug. I want to avoid, avoid, avoid. I just jump into the fire. You you know yeah. when you avoid it, it gets bigger and worse and you know if you're dealing with a customer complaint and they're waiting for a response and, and you're avoiding it and you know 2 days later you know they're online giving you bad reviews because you know you didn't deal with it who knows i mean i'm, I'm just that's just one scenario jump into the fire and deal with it yeah it may not be pleasant in the moment but when you come out of it you're going to feel so much better that that's not on your desk anymore. That's not on your plate. Yeah, It's gone. That, that, that fire is, you know, put out and, you know, when you avoid it and you delay it and you know, that fire is, is still there. It just, I, for me, it just weighs on me and weighs on me. And, you know, I can't be in that moment for the other things that I'm trying to do. The other projects that i'm working on because in the back of my head that little voice is saying you need to take care of that other problem you need to take care of it so my best advice is just deal with it or (laughs) this is the other thing if you get your company to a, a point where you have some really competent people working for you if there's a certain area that you just don't like dealing with maybe it's accounting maybe it's legal maybe it's whatever whatever department it is find really talented people that you know look forward to those roles some people love numbers and and they're great accountants some people love the legal side whatever marketing find good talented people Mm -hmm. that you know complement in the areas that you know you don't enjoy you know doing
0: yeah and that's you know one of the pleasures of running your own business (laughs) you know it's like you do what you want to do you know, but I totally agree with you with, you know, just rip off the band-aid. like get rid of the problem, take it head on. And that way it's off of your mind. And then you can go home a little bit happier that night. And, you know, I think you've got to reward yourself as well. And when you're like, you know, when I deal with something that's problematic, it's like, you know what, I'm either going to. Maybe that's a day that I get to have a a soda, you know, or that's the day I'm going to go for a walk and just take a half an hour and like, you know, do nothing, or I'm going to do my next meeting. I'm going to, or a a meeting that I'm not going to enjoy. Maybe I'll do it while I'm taking a walk. There's plenty of things that you can do to just kind of get your mind off of it. And, you know, the better day that you have at work, most likely, yes, like, Good old uh, Jeff Bezos said, you're probably going to have a better day at home that night because you've had a better day at work. So I think, you know, yeah, reward yourself with things um, and step away, you know, get so many people, you see them, you know, they, they eat their lunch, you know, when you're when you're working, you, you eat, they eat their lunch at the table, you know, at, at their desk rather. And um, if you're the owner of that company and you've got your employees working at their desk, you're probably losing productivity. You're probably just making them where they're a little bit more stressed out and you probably got some messy keyboards. So these are things <laughs> that you can avoid and you could make it where, you know what, let's give that to them because not only is this about work-life balance for you, but you you know pushing this over to your employees is really a key factor. And I think keeping those and maintaining really good people working for you.
1: That's so important is you know keeping that uh, that continuity of the that team. You know what what I've tried to do, and it, it works really well, especially in the sales side. But I, I think it works in, in a lot of different areas of business. Is set yourself little daily goals, and when you hit that daily goal, that's when you get that treat, right? it's, you know, sometimes like when I was uh, managing a call center and we, you know, we had certain numbers that, uh, you know, we wanted the department to hit. I would say, you know, don't look at it as a daily goal. Look at it as an hourly goal. Okay. Let's set, you know, whatever, 15 dials in an hour. If you hit that 15 dials, you get to treat yourself to something that you like. Some people would you know, do a candy bar. Some people would, you know, take a 10 minute break. Some people, everybody has something that was going to re-energize them. So that next hour was going to be a great next hour. And if you do it in these short little goals, sometimes that works out a lot better than worrying about, oh, my quarterly number or my monthly numbers or even a weekly number, you know, break it out Mm -hmm. into little short sprints throughout the day or, you know, a day at a time. Depending on you know what the goals are, but if you do that, then you get that that treat and you right. get that reward, and it just feels better, and, and it makes it makes the days and the weeks go by so much faster. And I, you know, good old Jeff, it makes you happier. <laughs> right.
0: I <laughs> am talking a lot about Jeff this. Uh, this he knows episode. what he's talking about.
1: He knows yeah. what he's
0: doing. He does. He's he's got a few a uh, few dollars in the bank. He's he got some zeros. Yep. Um, you know, uh, what I was thinking too is make those goals attainable. The the goals that, that Greg's talking about here, whether they're hourly, daily, monthly, quarterly, whatever it is, go for, yeah, you can go for stretch goals, but also give yourself at least some wins, you know, go for some stuff that you, I know I'm going to be able to do this, right? I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to do this. Um, because I think, you know, whether you're dealing with your staff or just yourself, having some wins on the board is always a good thing too. And that's going to make you feel better throughout the day. And obviously, you know, feel better once you get home.
1: And, and why not have the goals at home as well too? And it could be, you know, as simple as I want to have, like I was saying earlier, dinner. I want to have dinner with my family all seven days this week. And if I do, mm-hmm. then I get some type of treat. Right. And I know if I, if I accomplish that, everybody in the family is going to be happier and, you know, enjoy each other more often. So set the goals at home. It's, it's no different. It's, it's kind of sad to say, but you know, at home is kind of a different type of company,
0: <laughs> Right.
1: You know, everybody kind of has their own role and stuff at, at home you know, it's obviously different, but it's certain things you can kind of accomplish like a business. And, you know, having goals is is one of those. Have family goals, you know, for the kids, for, you know, the partners, you know, shoot shoot for stuff that are, um, you know, attainable. And if you do attain it, maybe it means you get to do a little staycation, you know, once a month on a weekend or you know, or you, you go big and you say, hey, let's go away for a really nice vacation during summer vacation, right? Something like that. So, you know, it works both ways, both areas, whether it's home or work, set the goals, hit them, treat yourself to something because you got to make time for yourself. That's the other thing, even on a daily basis, make time for yourself because mm-hmm. if you just burn yourself out, you're not doing anybody. Else. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's it goes back to the, Like I was saying with the eating lunch at your desk, you know, it's it's not gonna be productive. You're not gonna get as much done as you could if you actually took that break and walked away from it a a little bit, at least during the day.
1: I got a question for you about walking away from it a little bit. When you're with your family, you know, nowadays that cell phone is with you 24 seven and the phone rings and it's a work call during family time how do you handle that and what kind of advice would you give
0: well you know it's tough sometimes you know you get somebody let's say you know you, you have an employee issue that you've got to deal with you if you've got an upset employee it's really hard to say uh let me call you back in a little bit you know if that's something that you, you need to deal with right then or else you know hey i mean and the cost of replacing is a lot and you don't want to lose this person. So that makes it difficult. But if it's a minor issue, then you got to walk away, you know, and you've got to make that judgment in your head. Like, is this worth me stepping out of my role as, you know, as dad, as husband or whatever it is right now? Is it worth it? And you, you got to make that call. Um and you know, I'm thankful for things like Slack, and I think that you know people should probably have this because you can actually set your you know downtime, and you can have it where certain Slack channels will give you an alert. You know, so if you have something that's a a, a true problem, post it in this channel. If not, uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see it. I'll see it on on Monday, and I'll deal with it then but I really do think you, you gotta be able to walk away. And you know, one of the things that makes me really excited is that I can actually say sometimes now that, you know what, that is not that important. I'm going to deal with that on Monday. And there were like a time where there was no way I could do that. And so I feel like I've done something, (laughs) something right over the years uh, to make that better work-life balance. Yeah.
1: That's, that's important to that. You feel that sense of that you figured it out, right? You've, you've got that balance. And, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to help people find is you, you got to figure out where that balance is. And it's going to be different for you than, than me. And for all of our listeners, that, that balance is going to be somewhere, but it's not going to be easy to find. And you got to work at it. The, the, you know, we mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to have some fun with it and laugh a little bit, but it, it is work and it is gonna be a little trial and error. And you know, one thing that I've been very lucky is, you know, my wife's been tremendously supportive and understanding of, you know, what we're you know trying to accomplish, you know, with with the business and with the family and it's it's really nice. So having that sit down with whoever your partner is and, and come to that understanding of in the challenges of trying to do this balance, but coming to a point where everybody gets it and understands and supports what you're trying to do, it's, it means, it meant the world to me and it allowed me to have that freedom to find that balance.
0: Nice, you're, you're, so your wife is listening to this episode is what you're saying? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know what? I, I It took me 10 years or, or more to try to figure out this whole work-life balance thing. And I still have a ways to go. And uh, hopefully this is at least a start for you and you can do some further research on how to improve that work-life balance because it really will make you a happier person if you can do it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And we do encourage you to subscribe to DIY for business. You can do that on whatever podcast application. We're there and you can subscribe and we do encourage you to do so. Hey, we're going to have some uh, guests coming up in future episodes, but I know, you know, it's fun just listening to Greg and I, I mean, I like doing it, but uh, (laughs) we'll also have some guests joining us. And if you would like to join us, you can do so. Just click the link in the description of the podcast and Uh, You know, or leave us a comment on Anchor, and uh, we would be happy to talk to you as well. All right, I've got to give you the legal stuff here, too, because, you know, everything that we say on the show, uh, I don't think we did anything that's going to sue us today, maybe except for the Jeff Bezos stuff, but uh, it's all just (laughs) advice. And we're just trying to have a little fun with you here. And you know what? Some of this stuff might work for your business, it might not, but at least we are trying. Our goal is to help improve your business. We want to thank you for listening. And again, please do subscribe to our podcast and we will talk to you on our next episode. If like me, you love music in the movies, you love our podcast, Synclop. I'm your host, Kurt DeBeek. I meet with top music supervisors and experts to learn what film scores inspired their careers. From Wes Anderson to Sofia Coppola, Quentin Tarantino to Spike Lee, great directors have called on a host of musical talent to bring their visions to life. We talk about the challenges and triumphs that change their lives. Join us for movies and music on Synclone, wherever you listen to podcasts. podcast. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. your cast